was a time in my life I didn't have a soul What a time in my life Hey, hey, hey Good morning, good afternoon, good night It's your favorite host, Testimony You already know what the vibes is And you already know we're in here for the Lord Hallelujah Amen Now, you guys <clears throat> This episode is about how the fear of missing out is really and truly the joy of missing out. And before you get started on what do you mean that joy of, uh uh uh, pump your brakes. The fear of missing out isn't real because the things that you really think you're missing out on are things that when you're focused on the kingdom of God, you're actually overjoyed to be missing out on, especially because more than half of these things are worldly things. And I'm going to let you know right now, before I started this episode, I went around campus, right? Because I'm at school right now. So I went around campus and asked a couple people what thing, a couple of things they feared missing out on. And... I got some mixed responses in it or, you know, time with family, being able to just be there for them, spend time with them and all that other stuff. And, you know, another opinion was like missing out on the music slash worship part of a service at church. And lastly, some said nothing like, you know, they enjoy me time. They don't really have a fear of missing out on anything. They just like cooling with themselves. And in all of that, I just want us to know and understand that God is still good. And remind us that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Come on, say it with me. But but the spirit of power and of love. And a sound mind. When you listen to this episode, if you can guess what Bible verse that is without looking it up, without looking it up, go ahead and hit up our DMs on Twitter at, excuse me, go ahead and hit up our DMs on Twitter at FTTheFam, FTTheFam. Once again, F-T-T-H-E-F-A-M. All right, cool. Now let's get into it. And you already know we're going to start with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to get the word out and to serve your kingdom and to serve your people and to serve you always, Lord, and to serve you most of all, Lord Jesus. I just thank you for this opportunity to be a mouthpiece for you lord i thank you for using me as your vessel to get this out father i just pray that as i continue to speak that every person listening you give them a personal revelation lord and let them feel the conviction within their spirit that is all about you and it's always been about you and it will always and forever will be about you and we are just your vessel and help us to be willing to be your vessel and to submit and help us to be receptive to this word, Lord. You know, this is not just for them and it's for me too, because sometimes 
I get scared. Sometimes I have a fear of missing out on things and help us to remember and to know and to trust that the things you have for us are for us and will always be for us. In Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. And we praise your holy name. Amen. All right, you guys. The joy <clears throat> or the fear of missing out, but mainly the joy of missing out because check this. The Bible verse that we are going to be looking into for guidance and support and confirmation because I'm not just preaching opinions. I'm not just talking about opinions, y'all. We're talking about facts. And God's word is the most solid rock. We're going to go into the book of Luke chapter 14 verses 25 through 27 and i will be reading from the message version of the bible and it says one day when large groups of people were walking along with him jesus turned and told them anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of father mother spouse children brothers sisters yes, even one's own self, cannot be my disciple. Anyone who won't shoulder his own cross and follow behind me cannot be my disciple. I'm also going to read to you guys from the NKJV version. And he said, and it reads, Now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brother and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. All right, you guys, let's talk about what it means to be a disciple, right? Now, the Hebrew word for disciple is Talmud. And that and to be a disciple means student. The root word in Latin is disciplus. I think that's how it's said, which also translates to student. Now, Talmud talks about the relationship between a teacher or master and student. And Verses 25 through 27 talks about forsaking all that we have, including our personal relationships, not just with everybody else, but also with ourselves, right? And to follow Christ and to bear our cross. What does that mean? That looks like, and that means basically crucifying the flesh and leaving the things of this world behind because when it comes to running the heavenly race you're not running against anybody this isn't a race of who's going to win right it's a race against yourself against your flesh to make it into the kingdom of heaven and no this is not a conversation of oh but it sounds like you're talking about works like you know works you can't work your way into the kingdom and that is a fact you cannot work your way into the kingdom but the Bible says, because the Bible says faith 
without works is dead. Meaning that, meaning that when you have faith, right? The way into the kingdom is faith. The way to please God is by having faith. Meaning that in everything and anything we do, we have to have faith. And the works is essentially taking faith-based action to support what your belief is or what you're believing God for and believing like in God about. Are you guys getting me? So following Jesus is a process of sanctification, sacrificing the flesh, trusting God, resisting and surrendering worldly desires, canceling out comparison because in comparison, there's no contentment and without contentment, you cannot be focused on the will of God and being committed in your relationship and to your relationship with Jesus Christ. So we're talking about letting go of people, places, and things, right? The joy of missing out. The joy of missing out on parties, the joy of missing out on escapism, which is drinking, smoking, pretending to be somebody that we're really not on the inside. The joy of letting go of friends, family, relationships. Um, the joy of letting go of expectations, you know, and all these other things that we feel as though make us who we are. Because if anything, our identity is really and truly and will always be found in Jesus Christ. Z, where are we with this? What are we doing? We're talking about sacrificing the flesh, resisting and surrendering worldly desires. Because the minute you decide to follow Jesus and go through the process of sanctification, right? Your flesh will your flesh will try its very best to cause you to set yourself up, meaning you're going to create situations and circumstances in which you are likely to give in to your flesh. Now, when you watch and pray as the Bible instructs us to do, right, you become more and more aware, not just of your physical surroundings and physical interactions, but how the spiritual is affecting the physical. Let me give you guys an example. Now, I've given up the desire and the want and the urge and the need to smoke, right? God has delivered me from the desire and the urge to, you know, get high, party, drink, do all these things. Because in a past life, I had been the OG of that. And I recently fell into a situation that caused me, like, that I literally set myself up in such a way that I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to resist my flesh until I realized that I had to, until I realized that it was a test right, of if I would give in 
or if I would resist. Now, in the beginning, I didn't see it as that until I realized that I needed to be fasting and praying instead and standing on my truth and standing on the identity of Christ in me and standing on who I am in him and the person he is creating me to be entirely. And within that time frame, right, the Holy Spirit stepped in and snatched me right up and out. And I want to encourage every single one of us and let us know that you're not ever really missing out on things. Your friends will invite you to things. There is always another opportunity. God doesn't ever let you like experience something or have to pass up an opportunity without bringing about a better opportunity. You feel me? Or a better time for you to be able to do that. Which is why at the end of the day, his word literally says, we cannot be his disciples if we're not willing to give that up, if we're not willing to leave these things behind. We cannot be blind leading the blind, right? It's not possible. And a lot of times when he calls us out of these things, when he calls us out and calls us to him, a lot of times it's for us to serve as an example for our families and our friends that, you know, this is the way to go and this is what it's like walking with Christ. Because at the end of the day, when you're looking to have a relationship, when you're working on building that relationship and when you're called to be holy, it's a different ballgame. There are so many things you will sacrifice. And the best part about it is even when you are falling back into that sin or snare, or even if you do fall back into it, you won't ever feel the same. It won't ever serve you the same. And I want a tool or like, I guess a key to assist us in that is to look at it this way. Is this activity, right? Is this situation or is this interaction something that would break God's heart? Because when and if it breaks God's heart, it will not fulfill you. Anything and everything that breaks God's heart isn't going to fulfill you, especially when you are his creation. Forget the fact that we have free will. His spirit lives in us. The breath of life is the spirit of God, right? And so when you realize that and you understand that, you know for a fact that Nothing in this world and of this world is going to fill us. And when you miss out on these things, when you miss out on certain things and what you end up receiving and getting back is the presence of God and you get into God's presence and you get into a conversation with somebody else that's all about God and basically building and getting clarification in that time, you will realize that you were never really missing out on anything. For example, right? This is another one. Last night, I went to the skating rink, right? And I was expecting, like, I went there because I enjoy playing pool. And when I got there, I played 
a game or so. Played a couple. I played for a few. And I was there with a friend. And we literally decided to leave after about an hour. One, the environment wasn't... It was... It wasn't what... I was expecting per se, and I guess that also had a lot to do with the music they were playing. It was uninteresting, and who knows, it might have gotten better. Nonetheless, though, I and my friend, we left, and when we had left the rink, we parted ways, and I went to the library. Now, when I went to the library, I ended up running into somebody that I become acquainted with, you know, here and there, seeing them around campus, saying hi, whatever. And I went to the library with the intentions. Like, I was on a mission. Your girl was ready. Like, I was like, I'm going to go in here, log into the computer, see what work I can get done, get out, right? Nonetheless, though, I arrive at the library, I sit down at the computer, and this person calls my attention. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I was in expecting to see anybody or run into anybody for real like I really was just trying to get my work done and so you know he asked like what was going on whatever I told him like oh I'm just coming from the skating rink and he was like oh yeah you know there's skate night da, 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 da. and I'm like yeah I left though because it was it was not that and you know I talked about how I made a joke I was like they need to let me DJ in there and he was just like, oh, okay, I see you. Like, what would the vibe be like? You feel me? And I was like, and I told him, I said, it would be better than this because they were out here playing the beat, like, Shorty's Love Sosa by Chief Keep Sosa. And I'm just like, mm, this was like in 2015. I'm not really, he's like, oh, you don't vibe with Sosa like that? And I'm like, um, I don't listen to secular music, period because my walk with Christ has been different. I've been called out of that environment and atmosphere because at the end of the day, I'm sure I've addressed this before that the things that we do listen to affect our spirituality. And he ended up stating how what you put in is what you get out, not just in in terms of effort and stuff like that, but the things that you listen to and the things that you watch affect your insides. And that's those are the things that in one way, shape or form, you start putting that out into the world. And there is power in the tongue. So when you're reciting th these lyrics, you just like you're basically prophesying. Right. And if the power of life and death is in the tongue, then why aren't we singing and repeating lyrics that basically glorify the Lord, um, support, like boost us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and give us, and you know, just basically aid us, right? And during this whole time that we're talking, y'all, I tried to log into the computer a good amount of times. When I say a good amount of times, I mean a good amount of times to the point that, like, I locked myself out of logging in. Did you not know your, I thought I had, like my passwords are easy for me to remember. So apparently I guess I was typing it wrong the entire time and stuff. Nonetheless though, I took it and I was like, all right, I guess I'm not even trying to like log in for real. And so God was just like, you know what? We're going to sit here. We're going to listen. We're going to converse and go in depth and see what's going on.
So at the skating rink, there was the expectation that a couple of people were going to be performing. Nonetheless, though, we had left before that. And the performance was something that I low-key didn't want to miss out on. Like, I wanted to see it. And the way the night ended was so much more fruitful and blessed and so much more enjoyable than what I was looking forward to. So, like I said, when you think you're about to miss out on something, you're really not missing out. God definitely always has something better for us. And with that, you guys, that literally is where I would like to end this. And again, keep in mind, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And when you can tell me what that verse is, without looking it up, you guys, I'm so serious because I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit and he won't reveal it to me. I'm not playing about that, right? We have a little giveaway for the person that hits us up and lets us know what that is. And so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and close out. And as I'm doing that, I just want y'all to enjoy this a little bit. Look what you created. Everything surrounding me, you made it. Everything so beautiful the way it flows together. I think I hear birds singing your praises. Amen. I swear you make me feel like I'm your favorite. Oh, it's the way the birds fly across the sunset sky. I feel like you did it for me. It's the way your love feels. It's the way that I hear all of creation singing with me. It's the way the fruit grows and knows when to let go. And it's time again for a new season. I feel like you did it for me. Listen to the water. Listen how it flows. You really thought of everything. I wonder how much I'm just getting caught up. I'm just going to go ahead and pray us out right now. So, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for letting us have this conversation right now. Just letting me be able to get it out as, you know, you would have me the way you've led me to. And I thank you for the people listening. And I thank you for every person that will end up listening to this, Lord. I just pray that you prepare their spirits, Lord. And... I pray that they invite you and let you in, God, so you can be the amazing God that you are to them and help them in their daily lives and just build in the relationship with them. In Jesus' name, amen.